Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin daf Chav Ches. We're starting Chav Zayin Abbeis, the last line on the daf, the ninth to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Sarah Sarabaz Golda. She should have refuah shleima bekar of mamish. Now we're picking up right in the middle of a sugya, so let's have a little bit of a chazara. We have a pasuk that tells us what can be purchased with meiser sheni money. There were two brayas that, although they agreed, the way that we're going to learn this pasuk is by way of prat klalu prat. They argued what exactly the limud is. The pasuk says as follows: Venosato kesef v'chalash yatavan avshecha. You're allowed to use money of meiser sheni for anything your soul desires. And then it says, So give specifics. That would be the prat. And then again, it gives another Anything your soul asks for, you're allowed to purchase. So we have a klal pratu klal. Now, Brysa once stated that just like the prat describes items that are gidule karka, they get their sustenance from the ground, so to anything that's gidule karka can be purchased with money of Maestro Shani. The other Brysa said that just like the prat is describing anything that comes originally from the ground, vlad vlade sa'aret, anything similar to that may be bought. Now, Abai explained that the difference difference between these two is fish. According to the first brisa, fish are called gidule karka because they get their sustenance from the ground, whereas according to the second brisa, since fish weren't created from the ground, they're not included in the drasha. And now with this little intro, the Gemara says, does Abai really say that fish are called gidule karka, that they get their sustenance from the ground? Abai says, which is called shar tamaim, it's some sort of creepy crawly thing that's in the water, like a arba, he's going to get four sets of malkas, Nimala if he eats an ant, like a chamish, he's going to get five sets of malkas, if he eats a wasp, like a sheish, he's going to get six sets of malkas. Then Misa, and if you're going to say that something that lives in the water is still considered gidule karka, that it gets its sustenance from the ground, so putisa nami lokam shim sharetz ha sharetz al arts. Someone who eats putisa should also get another set of malkas, meaning a fifth set of malkas, for being over on the lav of eating a sharetz that crawls on the ground. And even though it doesn't crawl on the ground, it's in the water, it still gets its sustenance from the ground, so he should get another set of malkas for this. So it can't be that the difference between them is fish. So the Gemara says, you're right, it must be they're arguing about something else. Elam Ravina, the difference is birds. Lamanda Amar Primi Pri Gudule Karka that has to be Primi Pri and Gudule Karka sustenance from the ground. Haninami Gudule Karka Ninu so birds, fowl, they all get their sustenance from the ground. Lamanda Amar Vlad Vladis Haaret that they have to be created from the ground. Hani Aifas Minarakak Nitru they were created from the Rakak which is some sort of mixture of earth and water therefore they are not considered Vlad Vladis Haaret and therefore you would not be allowed to buy Aifas with your money of Maestro Shani. But now we have something very important to explain because how could it be that both of these Brises use the Klal Pratu Klal way of learning, but somehow they conclude with a different Limud. So the answer is going to be that it depends on how you parse up Klal Pratu Klal. A Klal Pratu Klal can either be viewed as the first half, the Klal Uprat, acting as the main drasha, and then the second Klal is just an addition. Or it could be the opposite. The second half, the Prat Uklal is the main Limud, and then the first Klal is the addition, so to speak. And we're going to see this in the Gemara right now. According to the Manda Amar, that we include birds in what's allowed to be purchased with money of Maestro Shani, where does he get that from? And the one that excludes birds, what's his reasoning? So the Gemara says, What does he hold? dafka. The second Klal of the Klal Prat Uklal, that's the main one we want to focus on. And therefore, Prat Uklal, our focus of this klal pratu klal is really the second half, the pratu klal. So nasa klal musaf ala prat. This second klal is adding on to the prat v'israbaluhu, and it's going to include now call mili anything that you want, even more than what the prat was saying. Vahani klal akama. So then, what's the point of the first klal limute to exclude kol doleidami leimishneitzdadim? Anything that's not comparable in two different aspects. So then, that's not going to be included in the prat. But something that's comparable to the thing that's mentioned in the prat in two different aspects, that's going to be 
included and oifes are comparable in two aspects because they are primi pre and they're gedule karka. And the Gemara continues, and the one that excludes oifes, Kasari holds klalakamadafka. The main focus that we look at is the first klal, klaluprat. Therefore, we look at it as a klal and then a prat. And the only thing that's included in the first klal is what's mentioned specifically in the prat. And hani in, only something that's mentioned in the prat, that's what's counted in the klal. But nothing else is included. Uh, so what about the second klal? Vahani klal abasra. So in the last klal helps. That's to include something that's similar in all aspects. It's not specifically three aspects. It's really all aspects, meaning anything that's exactly similar to what's mentioned in the prat, that's going to be included. However, ifas, since they are not exactly similar because they are not Vlad Vladis arts, therefore they are not going to be included by the second klal. Okay, and now back to our discussion of what types of food can be used in Erev. We have this in the name of Rav. Ma'arvin Papuin, we're allowed to make an Erev out of Papuin, which we don't know what that is. Ubechalaglagais, this is purslane, ubegud gedonios, and coriander, avaloi bechaziz, but you're not allowed to make an Erev out of chaziz, which is unripe green grain. You had cut the grain down before it actually became ripe, before it turned yellow or golden brown, whatever color grain is, and it was still green. Valoi bechafnios, you're also not allowed to use kafnios, which are unripe dates, and these are dates that are not going to ripen, at least right now that's how we're understanding them. The Gemara asks, ubegud gedonios, me ma'arvin, are you really allowed to make an Erev with coriander, but you have a brisa. Good gedonios, coriander, merube banim yechlu. Someone who has children, he's allowed to eat it. Chashuche banim lo yechlu. But someone who does not have children, so he is not allowed to eat coriander because it's very detrimental for his health. Vemhokshul azera. And if the stalk became hard, then now the seed is ripe. Af merube banim lo yechlu. So even people that have children shouldn't eat it. So we see it's very detrimental for your health. So you can't make an erev out of it. An erev has to be something that a person can eat. So the Gemara provides three answers: either tirgama ashaloi hokshul azera umerube banim, the type of coriander that you're allowed to make an erev out of is if it was not hukshalazariat, meaning the stalk did not become hard enough, and it's talking about a person that has children ready, so therefore he's allowed to have the erev made for him. Vibay same alternatively, we could say it could even be made for a person that does not have children yet. Because someone else, a person that has children, is able to eat it. Didn't we say in our Mishnah, Marvel Nazar we can make an air for a Nazar with wine, even though the Nazar can't drink the wine, and we can make an Erev for a Yisrael out of Truma. Alma, we see, even though this person is not able to have this food, so someone else can have it, so it's still a valid Erev. So to over here, even though this person is not able to eat this coriander, someone else could eat it. Alternatively, when did Rav say that you're allowed to make an Erev out of coriander? That's That's only with Median coriander, and that's okay to eat. The other coriander is not, but this is. And now the Gemara asks, you're not allowed to make an Erev out of Chaziz, this green grain that was cut early. And this green grain, you're allowed to make an air with them, and you make a bar on it. So the Gemara says, like Kash, it's not a problem. One is before Rav went to Bavel, one is afterwards. Before Rav went to Bavel, he didn't think anyone ate this Chaziz. So that's why he said, you're not allowed to make an air out of it. However, after he got to Bavel, he saw that people in Bavel were eating this Chaziz, this green grain. Therefore, he said, oh, if people eat it, so we can make an air out of it. The Gemara says, Is Bavel the majority of the world that just because they eat this in Bavel, all of a sudden that means that it's normal for everyone in the world? And they're allowed to eat this and therefore make an Erev out of it. Vatanya, we have a bride said that's not so. Hapol tilton, beans, barley, and fenugreek. Chizron the Yarek that he planted for the greens, meaning he just wanted the plant itself, but he didn't necessarily want the beans or the barley or the fenugreek itself. So Batladate Etzokladim, we're going to say that his das is completely nullified and it doesn't make difference that he only wanted the nice green plant and he didn't want the beans, barley, or fenugreek. It doesn't make a difference. Lefikach, 
Therefore, Zra'an Chayev, if he now actually picked the seed itself, he picked the beans or the barley and so on, then he's going to be Chayev to take off Miser, Viyarkan, but if he picked it while it was still green, Patrus, then he's not going to have to take off Miser. What about if he planted a Shachalayim, Kress, Vahagargir, Garden Rocket, Shizran Liyark, if he planted that just for the nice green plant, Miss Asrin Yark Vizera, he has to take off Miser, whether or not he picked it already once it matured, or if he only picked it once it was still green, and Zran Lizera, if he planted it for its seed, Miss Asrin Zeravierek, he still has to take off Miser, in no matter which stage he picked it. But we see very clearly from the first part of Brysa that if you planted something with intention of using it in an abnormal way, we just say Batladaitai. So too, just because Mbavil, they eat unripe green grain, that doesn't give it the status of food that can be used for an Eruv. So the Gemara says, no, Kika Amarav, when did Rav say that you're allowed to use this green grain for your Eruv? That's talking about green grain grown in a garden. So this type of thing, Everyone's going to eat, and that's normal, and that's what you're allowed to use for an Erev. But standard grain that's planted out in the field that you cut early so it happens to be green, that's not allowed to be used for an Erev. Now the Gemara says, Zara Gargir Lamai Chazi. We had mentioned this Gargir, this garden rocket. What exactly do you use it for? The earlier people that they didn't have pepper to spice their food, they would grind this up, and they would spice their roasted meat with it. And the Gemara continues, When he was very weak from learning, he would go to the Entrance way to the base medrash or of Yehuda bar Ami. Amar he said to himself, Kinaf kiv ayla rabbanon. When the rabbanon go in and out of the base medrash, ekom I'll be able to stand up for them. But kabel behu egra, and then I'll be able to get schar that way. I don't have koach to learn. I might as well do a mitzvah. Nafak also yunuk the beirav. There was a child that came out of this base medrash. Amar leis rabzera told him, Mayak marach rabach. What did your rabbi teach you today? Amar he responded, Kshus bar priadama. Hops you make a bar priadama on them. Chaziz is green grain. Shachal ni bedvare. Amar he told him, Adraba should be the opposite. Ipchamastabra. Hi me'ara kamarbi. Vahay ma'avir kamarbi. The green grain gets its nourishment from the ground, so therefore you should make a dama, and the hops gets its nourishment from the air, so therefore you should make a shahakal. But then the Gemara says, The halacha is like the cheder boy. My time, oh why? Because high gemar peri, the high lav gemar peri. The hops is gemar peri. It's complete fruit. It's not going to grow anymore, so therefore you're going to make a dama. Whereas the green grain, you cut it early, so that's not gemar peri, therefore you make a shahakal. And that was Rabzeira had said that this grows from the land, and this gets its sustenance from the air. That's not true. Even hops gets its sustenance from the ground, because we see the Kathleen Lola, his masa, if we cut down his masa, which is the bush that his hops grow on, so then the hops are going to die. So we see, obviously, they do get some sort of sustenance from the ground. Back to this original memory from Rav, he had said, We are not allowed to make an Erev out of Chafnias, which are dates that have not ripened yet. The Gemara asked, Chafnias in Ma'arvin, you're not allowed to make an Erev with them, but you have a Braiso. Kor, Nikach Bechas of Meiser, you're allowed to purchase Kor with money of Meiser Shani, but it's not going to become Tame, the regular Thomas Eichlin, because it's not really a standard food. Rashi says that every year palm trees grow just a bit. Then new growth is called kor. It's soft and it can be eaten. However, once the winter hits, this new part hardens. And we're going to see about that a little bit later on in the Gemara. And the Rasa continues, V'chafni has an unripe dates, Nikchas Bekasif Meiser, they're able to be purchased with money of Meiser Shani, or Matamas Thomas Eichlin, and they will become Tami with Thomas Eichlin. So we see very clearly, at least from the first part of this Brisa, that Chafni are considered like regular food. Rabbi Huda Aymer, Rabbi Huda argues with the Tanakama, kor hareu ke'etz it's like wood in all Aspects meaning it's not a food. El Shinikich Bekasif Meiser, you are able to purchase it with money of Meiser Shani. Bechafnias and these unripe dates, Harayan Kaprila Chaldibrim, they're considered like a fruit in all aspects. El Shiptiris Mena Meiser, you don't have to give Meiser off of them. So, how do we reconcile the memory of Rav with this Brisa that clearly says Bechafnias are considered a food? The Gemara answers is not a problem. Hasam Bidin Ischani, this Brisa is referring to unripe dates from a male tree. They have reached their final stage in growth and they're not going to grow anymore. So, that's why it's considered a food to some extent. However, our memory from Rav that they're not 
views as an Erev is referring to those from the female tree that still have more to grow. So in their current state as being unripe, they're not considered food, and you're not allowed to make an Erev out of them. The Gemara asks, If so, Rabbi Huda would say that these types of dates are potter from Meiser. Vatanya, we have a Brisa. I'm Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda himself said, We didn't mention these non-ripening figs, Ella and Meiser provide, except in regards to Meiser. Meaning what? non-ripening figs and non-ripening dates they're going to be chayv in Meiser we see very clearly Rabbi Huda holds that something that's not going to become ripe is still chayv in Meiser so why would he say in our Brisa about these dates that are not going to become ripe that they're not chayv in Meiser it must be that our explanation is wrong so the Gemara says you're right this Brisa is not talking about the dates from the male tree that are not going to become ripe the whole discussion of this Brisa which we thought was a question on Rav is discussing Thomas Eichlin if we're going to consider the food in order to make a tame and and that's a different discussion than Erev. Rabbi Yechanan said, Or, since we're able to sweeten them by fire, so to over here, or since we could sweeten them by fire, then they're considered a food in terms of them becoming Tameh. But in terms of making them an Erev, they're not considered a valid food, and that's why you can't use them as part of your Erev. And now the Gemara asks, Where did Rabbi Yechanan say his memor on, since you could sweeten them by fire? Aha, on the following thing, Bitter almonds, ketanim, small ones, chayav, they would be chayav in Meiser because you can eat them while they're small. Gedailim, the big ones, Peturim, they're potter because you can't eat them at all. Metukim Gedailim, sweet ones that are big, chayav in their chayav. Ketanim, the small ones, Peturim, they're potter because it's lav gemar peri and therefore you're not chayav to take off Meiser. Both of these are going to be potter, meaning the ones that we had said are chayav, they're really going to be potter. Rami La, and some say he had said, Zevazel Chiyav, that both of them are going to be chayav. And Amar Abilla, Hayrib Chanina Bitsipari, Rib Chanina Paskin and Sipari, Kedivri Ha'amor, according to the one that says Zevazel Eptur, that they're both Pater and Meiser, and Ulmanda Amr Zevazel Chiyav, according to the Manda Amr, that they would be Chayv and Meiser, Lamai Chazi, what are they fit for? If they're bitter and they're big and they're not going to grow anymore, so what in the world are you going to do with them? How can you consider it food? So on this, Rabbi Yechanan said, Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Hail for Roy or since you could sweeten it by fire, so then it could be considered food, and that's why you're going to be Chayv to take off Meiser off of it. And back to this brass that we had quoted, Amr Meir, Rabbi Huda Amr, he had said, Kar Hario Kesel this palm tree growth is like wood in all aspects. El Ashinikich Bekas of Meiser, you're allowed to buy it with money of Meiser Shani. The Gemara says, Hainu Tanakama. That's exactly the same thing that Tanakama said, just in different words. The Gemara says, No, Amrabai, Shalko Vitognu Ikabinayo. The difference is, if you cooked it for a very long time or you fried it, Rabbi Yehuda would say that since it's considered like wood in all aspects, it doesn't make a difference that now you've made it edible and therefore it's not considered a food that it could become tummy. However, Tanakama holds, since you could cook it for a long time or fry it and then you would make it edible, therefore, even though it's not necessarily edible now, it still has a status of food and it could become tummy. Is there really manda amr that holds that even if you're able to cook it for a long time or fry it and make it edible, that it's not considered a food? Hide and an afterbirth. They're not going to become tummy tomas eichlin because they're not considered a food. But hide that was cooked for a long time and now it's edible. Or this afterbirth that he had thought that he wants to eat it. It will become tummy tomas eichlin and no one argues on that. Rabbi says the difference between Tanakam and Rebbe Yehuda is bracha is what bracha you're going to make on it. Date Mar we have a memra. Kar Rav Yehuda Imer he says Bari Pradama you're going to make Adama. Ushmul Amar Shakolni Bedvari. Rav Yehuda Imer he says Bari Pradama why do you make Adama? Uchlu it's considered food. Ushmul Amar he says no Shakolni Bedvari make a Shakol. Kimish Shaifil Hakshays since it's going to end up getting hard if you don't cut it off the tree. Lem Vachin Alevei Bari Pradama so you're not going to make a Bari Pradama. And Amalei Shmuel Rav Yehuda Shmuel then tells Rav Yehuda Shinina you're a sharp one. Kavasach Mestabra it's much more logical to say like you that we make Adama. Dots Nine Radish Shaifil Hakshays it 
will eventually get hard if you leave it in the ground and don't pluck it. And we make a bari on it. So we see that even though something will eventually get hard, if you pluck it early or you cut it off the tree early, you're going to make a dam on it. The Gemara says, That's not a good comparison. People plant radishes with the intention of plucking it while it's still young and soft. But dikla, palm trees, people don't plant it with the intention of cutting off this young, fresh growth. Because if you cut it off, you're never going to have a palm tree. So therefore, if you happen to cut it off and decide to eat it, that's still not considered a peri, and therefore you would make a shahako. And Vafagav, the Kalsay Shmuel, Rabbi Huda, even though Shmuel praised Rabbi Huda's shito, Hilsa Kavasi de Shmuel, the Allah is like Shmuel, that you would make a shahako and not a hadama. And the Gemara says, Gufa, we had said, Amrav Yehuda, Marav, Kishus Vachaziz, hops and green grain, Marvin Behen, you're allowed to make an air with them. You make a bar pradama. Now the question is, how much do I need to make an air of? How many hops do I need? So the Gemara says, Gdam Ravichil, like Ravichil had said about something else, Kamloi Hayad, a handful, so so to here, with the hops Erev, Kamloi Hayad, it's just a handful. And Chaziz Bakama, how much Chaziz do we need for an Erev? Amarav Artovi Bar Yitzchok, Amarav, Kamloi Uzilta, the Ikare, like an Uzilta of the farmers. The farmers used to take vegetables or certain stalks of things and they would bundle them in set measurements. That's called in Uzilta, the Ikare, the farmer's bundle. So that amount of Chaziz needs to be used for an Erev. Amarav Chilke Bar Tovio, Ma'arvin Bekilia, we're allowed to make an Erev with Kilia. It's some sort of hard stalk that grows in the ground. The Gemara says, you're allowed to use that. It's not edible. The Gemara says, you're right. It's talking about the green growth that grows out of it. That's edible. The comma, how much do we have to use? Just a handful. And a story, Rabbi Yirmiya went out to the outlying villages around the city to go check on his grain, Rashi says. So the villagers asked him, are you allowed to make an Arab with moist beans? Meaning these are raw beans that are not cooked. He didn't know what to answer them. When he came to base Medish, Amrulay, so they told him, Hachiam Rabbiani, this is what Rabbiani says, Ma'arvin Pulan Lachin, you are allowed to make an Arab with moist beans, meaning with raw beans. Vikama, how many beans do you need? Amrav Yechil, Kamlayad, just a handful. Amrav Hamnuna, Rahamnuna says, Ma'arvin Betradin Chayin, you're allowed to make an Arab with raw beets. We say, Any, is that so? Vamrav Chizra, Chizra said, Silka Chaya, Katul Gavr Chaya. Raw beets kill a live person because they're very strong and they're very powerful and you should not eat them. The Gemara says, Chavtes Amaralaf on the top, Ahuba Bashav Laibashal. Beats that are no good for you are only semi-cooked beets. However, completely raw beets, those are okay. Some say that you're not allowed to make an Erev with raw beets. Because Rav Chizda said, the raw beets will kill a healthy person. But then the Gemara says, we see the people eat them and they don't die. So the Gemara answers, no. The type that you're not allowed to make an Erev with are only semi-cooked beets. However, if they're completely raw, then that's okay. And now once we're on the topic of beets, Amrav Chizda a dish of cooked beets. It's good for your heart. And it's good for your eyes. And it's for sure good for your stomach. And that's only if it's sitting on the stove. And it's making the sound because when something boils for a long time, you hear the bubbles in the pot. They kind of go or puff puff, whatever sound your pot happens to make when it's boiling. So as long as it's making that sound, meaning it's boiling and cooking for a really long time, you know for sure these beets are cooked. Then these beets are going to be really good for you. Everyone should have a wonderful day.